Last time on Crown of the Kobold King, our heroes arrived at Falcon's Hollow with the head of the warg. After speaking to the sheriff and earning a free night at the Sitting Duck, they bed down for much needed rest. Scarab is then awakened by an angry mob of townsfolk busting through his door and stealing him from his bed. The mob drags him outside while Monet and Rootmore do their best to free him. Scarab is then tied to a stake and is about to be burned alive, being accused of murdering the town butcher. Payday approached and saw himself as judge and jury, and seemed to be enjoying it. Monet was seeing red and Rootmore lied to cover Scarab. Sheriff Belson then stepped forward and offered his life if the party does not find proof that Scarab is innocent. Our story continues now. find yourself standing on the precipice of this stairwell that ascends deeper into the darkness. Once again, you hear these faint sounds of dripping water, scurrying, faint whispers. What would you like to do? There's still dogs in the air. Uh, perception for traps going down the stairway. Perception for traps going down the stairway. Felicia is my translator. 22. Ooh, uh, 27 from Scarrow. Good. 19 from Moonay. Scarrow will be going down the stairs on the back of Pig, by the way. Okay. He's hopped onto Pig. As you make your way down the stairwell, it's about uh, 20 to 30 feet down in a straight line before it comes to a landing and then veers off to the right. On the landing, however, is a wooden structure of some kind. It seems to have been built up on either side of the wall with a makeshift banner hanging over the top made of wood and other scrap pieces. Uh, This sign as you see it, is marked in a blood-like lettering that reads, True Scales. The wood itself is cracked, splintered, and a mishmash of pieces gathered from who knows where, uh, adorned with small skulls, bones, and other tidbits. Scarab, as you look at this signpost, you note a large slab of wood making up the banner seems to be splintered and has the beginnings of a familiar word branded underneath the blood lettering. It says A-R-W-I and then underneath that the beginnings of armaments. No! Scarab falls to his knees. You immediately recognize this as a piece of your cart. What's the matter? 
His head hangs really low. So low. Very low. What is it? It's okay, we found them. I'm gonna have to build a new cart. I mean, there, there will be time for that later. <laughs> I don't understand. My life's work! Hung from the ceiling. Well, the stuff may be down here. Find another spot in the ceiling and hang me. <laughs> oh, don't be silly, come on. Stand up. Okay, enough groveling. <laughs> Where's my shit? Sorry, <laughs> cut that. Cursing too early in the podcast. <laughs> Off to your right from the landing, further down, the staircase seems to descend another 20 or so feet before the room below gives off a soft reddish glow. From it, listening into the darkness among the skittering and water drop, you hear the quiet sounds of... Uh, it sounds like light draconic arguing. Shh! Hold! Hold! I hear demons. No, it's just stinky, stupid, true scales. Keep yourself quiet. They can hear you! They know these halls more than we do. What do they say? Scarab uh, takes a plain sheet of paper, folds it into a cone shape, and holds it against his ear. Go ahead and roll me a perception <laughs> check. 24. How ingenuitive. He's so smart. From down below, you can make out the barest sounds of and then you hear a loud crash as something hits the ground uh, followed by several angry screams uh, before something barks in draconic at the others watch it you clumsy oaf pick up the corners pick it up pick it up we have to get it back they'll have our heads of course of course they argue we can catch them by surprise or we can be quiet until they leave, but they are down there. And they won't be ready for us. What do you think? Mm, uh, I wonder if this is the only way in or out. Well, tried the well. I thought I thought maybe the well could lead us further in, but nothing. We say we just go in there. Catch them by surprise. Weapons yes. ready, they take no prisoners. Should keep one alive, though, to prove to the townsfolk that you didn't commit the murder. Fair. But if he looks at you wrong, kill him. Sure. Twist his neck, snap it. Remember, Sheriff's lives are in our hands right now. Oh, yeah, that guy. Of course. We need that town. Be careful. Be quiet. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, Scarab's got his weapon readied. Yes, and I will, as we enter, I will check for traps again, crafty creatures. Fourteen. You see no traps, but you do note that the moisture dripping from the walls has left the stairwell a little slick. Best to watch your footing. Oh, slippery. <laughs> it's just grease pouring out of your pockets. <laughs> on the stairwell. <laughs> Nasty. Alright, I will proceed down the stairs. 
with caution. With caution. Down the stairs. Scarab will... No, we're good. He'll stay on pig. I was thinking about hopping off, but screw it. I don't know how sneaky our whole party is, but probably not too sneaky. Oh, Rootmore is making noise. Yeah, so it's he can't help it. We're good. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me some stealth checks as you make your way to the bottom of the stairs. Eight. Nice and easy. Very quiet. Sixteen. Uh, failure. What'd you get? I went ahead and I rolled for Pig and Scarab, and Pig got an 11, Scarab got a 10. Damn. And you're good at stealth, right? Just the yeah. bad roll. Terrible roll. Real bad. <gasps> Screen's changing. We're going down, down. Wow. Darkness. Should be towards the bottom of a revealed section. <gasps> there you are. Ah. It is so yes. As you make your way to the opening in this large rectangular chamber, you take note of a large black obelisk in the middle, something that resembles some form of dwarven statue in the likeness of a dwarf that has been chipped away and worn at. And you can see the culprits. Four kobolds are huddled at the base of the statue, three of them struggling to lift a large reflective slab of this obsidian-like stone, while the other one, in a haughty attitude, barks orders at the other three, blaming them for their incompetence. The room itself seems to have intricate dwarven carvings all along the walls, and on the rightmost section of the room, you can see the source of that reddish glow coming from a door ajar. The light spills into the room as its only source, bathing everything in an almost eerily demonic-looking glow. As the rest of you make your way to the base of the stairs, Rootmore's foot slips on the last step, <laughs> causing a loud squeaking noise, and all of the kobolds turn. They hiss immediately as three of them drop the slab on the ground, causing the other to whip around in anger and shout at them once more before all of them draw their slings. Roll for initiative. Here we go. Put that down. Does it belong to you? Here we go. Here we go. Fuck. You sound like a good person to ask first. What'd you get? Twelve. <laughs> Monet. And thirteen. And Scarab. Twenty-four. Beautiful. Uh, Monet, use you can use stealth for yours if it's higher. It is not. Okay. I should actually offer the same to all of you. Even if you failed, if you would like to, you can use stealth instead of perception if it is higher for you. That would make my roll a negative one if I did. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Makes sense. You slipped. Rolling initiative and the negatives. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I'll take my 12. I would like to go first. Man, is you're that about how to this be game works? In fact, I think you're going last. Oh, damn what's your, it. Uh, what's your bonus? Plus 10. All right, not last. You see each of these kobolds draw from their side a sling with a bullet that they begin to whirl above their heads. But Scarab, you are fast to react. As you see them draw their weapons, you make a move. Okay, first things first. We're going to run... Uh, what's it called again? Sideways. Oh, right. Uh, ten paces, so... First off, we're going to run 10 feet. 
to right to the right of the entryway we came from. I'm gonna do a good old, good old fashioned uh, gunshot on that cobalt closest to me, to me and pig. Shoot him! Kill it! <laughs> Kill it! <laughs> Heck yeah! Okay, I think this is gonna. Ooh! Twenty-four to hit. Oh. That's a hit. That's gonna be two piercing damage. Hell yeah! <laughs> that's Good not, that's damage, dude. That's so it morph. Hell yeah! Um, two. That's more than one. I'm gonna reload and fire again. Colonel. Actually, no. Screw that. We're we're talking about actual intelligent beings here. Reconteur's reload. Fired the one shot, hit the guy for for one, and then uh, or for two damage on that same guy. Uh, Scarab's gonna point past him to the fella behind him, and to the fella he just shot, say. Oh, I'm sorry, friend. I was aiming for him behind you. Uh, I'm going. Uh, that is going to be a. I'm creating diversion, so a deception check. Oh, we're all friends. It's good. I was aiming at him behind you with a 21 deception. Now the kobold in front turns around to look at the one behind him, and that one in turn looks at him, and they both shrug at each other. You succeed. Okay, so yeah. I've created a version. Sorry, created what was your total again? 21. 21, yes, success. Okay, so now he is flat-footed to the second shot coming at the back of his head. Oof! What's a negative one plus ten? Uh, does a nine hit? It does not. <laughs> Damn, I missed! I missed that guy after I totally tricked him! <laughs> That's Scarab's turn. The kobold behind the one that you just shot at uh, is enraged by your deception, and he lets his sling fly as a bullet flies your way. Not great. How's a seven treat you? Now, here's here's a, a thing. Since I'm riding on Pig, you aiming for Scarab exclusively. Yes. Okay. And what'd you roll? Seven. That misses. Okay. Or no. Whew. Close. <laughs> Damn close. ADC. <laughs> uh, he drops another stone into his sling and begins swinging to fling it at you again. You're not going to hit me, idiot! And he doesn't. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Second stone shatters against the wall behind you before the one in front of him turns back around after your deception and also begins firing at you. What did you do with my goods? Natural one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> They're fools. <laughs> You're gonna blow it. Very good. Very good. Those cursed die and I got Cody are really working out. <laughs> yeah, before recording, Cody was just rolling big time on those things. Ah, you were rolling outside of the box. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe you have to roll outside of the box for them to work. Uh, okay. It worked in mine. Oh. Or maybe I have a little contraption right now. 
hidden I'm switch. Manipulating his dice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why the computer was magnetic. Yes. <laughs> Saying a lot of things the listeners don't understand. Sorry. Cody's laptop has a magnetic connection to where he closes his laptop. It stays shut. Hey, it doesn't matter, man. Let them hey, this is Cursed Caravan lore. <laughs> Look, they can find out by subscribing to our Patreon. <laughs> it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> but if that got you excited, let us know in the comments and we'll make a Patreon. Please. Yeah. Please help us. Help. <laughs> help us. Help. The... The bullet from his sling collides with the ceiling above him and explodes, showering all of them in small debris. Uh, This confuses the kobold, and he becomes enraged at what he perceives to be his party's incompetence. He turns around to slap the kobold behind him for his (laughs) insolence. Yes! Wow. That's a good roll. (laughs) (laughs) I have sown discord! Speaking of Discord, we just started a Discord channel. I don't know how it works, but... <laughs> Leave a comment. We will find out how it works, and uh, if anybody else knows how to invite people and all that jibber-jabber, let, let me know. <laughs> Press like. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> uh, he slaps his companion for one point of bludgeoning damage. Yes. Very nice. Slowly but surely, they will all die. And for his last action, he reloads his sling. The kobold to his right then will fire at Rootmore. Uh, that kobold will move 15 feet to the right, pushing past his quarreling companions before firing off a shot, which then will be for an 18. Yes, uh, it's a miss. Okay. It whizzes high over your shoulder, exploding on the back wall again. Uh, before the kobold reloads. And it is Monet's turn. So, uh, Monet will hunker down and let out a shout Ah! and uh, cover Ah! herself in stones. Her entire body is just covered in, like, rocks. Yeah. Yep. She rocked up. She rocked up. And uh, she (laughs) will... She got bricked up. Rock out with your frock out. <laughs> Brick shithouse. That's what my mother used to say. She's mighty mighty. She's letting it all hang out. <laughs> she will move forward. And uh, this high-pitched ringing sound bounces through the room as she clasps her hand together, her hands together as if she was holding a weapon as a as small bits of metal form into a halberd in her hands. Sick! What the Yeah, hell? I know. <laughs> cool character. Dude. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> She's going to slap this guy. <laughs> Just slap him across the face with the, with the flat With end. reach. The confused kobold in front. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, man, I need to read this character more because I didn't realize I could do that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, oops, it's also... Oops, oops. A free action. Dude. Nice. Like, free weapon. we all need to read more on this character to make sure I'm not just making shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, we really need to come together and do Felicia's homework. Well, everybody help me. Well, I'm fine with this one. We can, call, we can call this one canon. This is fine. <laughs> yeah. Cause, okay, so weapon fusion. 
free action. With a signature flare, you shape blasts of elemental power into the form of a weapon, such as a sword or a whirling... Uh, sorry, a sword of whirling wind or a bow that shoots flames. In your next action... Uh, if your next action is an elemental blast, which it could have been, um, choose a weapon for it to take or weapon shape for it to take. You can choose, so it's not going to stay. Um, you can choose to change the blast damage to bludgeoning, piercing, or slashing. In this case, it will be slashing, uh, whichever suits the weapon, the weapon's shape. Uh, you can choose other alterations depending on whether you make a melee or ranged blast. Melee, add one of the following traits to your, uh, of your choice. Agile, backswing, forceful, reach, sweep ranged choose one of the three options range increment uh 100 feet and the volley 30 feet trait range increment 50 feet and propulsive trait or range increment 20 feet and the throne trait beautiful okay and it's a free action so uh so go ahead and make a roll for elemental blast kill him that is a 25 to hit big hit uh, because he is flat-footed, that is a critical hit. Hell yeah! Jesus! Okay. <laughs> yes, finally! <laughs> so, acting as an elemental blast, uh, Monet... So she slashes into this guy. For 11 damage... As she swings this uh, halberd into him, it bursts into particles of metal. And then she will pull a hand back and throw another burst at him of uh, fire. Why not? (laughs) That is a 17 to hit. Uh, This is all part of the same attack? No, this is the second attack. Oh. Uh... Well, your first attack did 11 damage, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your halberd splits him in two. Oh, damn. Okay. Hot mm-hmm. damn. So if you would like to redirect your other attack to another, you are welcome to do so. Yeah, so... But the one in front of you crumples into a lifeless mass on the floor. <laughs> she will go after uh, this one with a ranged elemental blast. And a 17 is a hit. Good lord. No, I'm so sorry. Nope. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, because the other one was a free action. So move, free action, form, hit, blast. Well, free action to make the weapon, but it's if your next attack were to be a... You know what? Yeah, never mind. Okay. Nope, we're done. Okay. Sorry. So instead, it'll just explode after slicing that guy in half into fragments of metal as she reaches back her hand. Rudemore. Yeah. Oh, Torag time. More <laughs> it's <runs>. Torag time. <laughs> uh, that is... Is it difficult terrain? Yes, only difficult terrain. Oh, okay. So let me see. So that's... Does it cost the penalty when you go into difficult terrain? Uh, moving through it makes it double. So, no, it was only five to get in it. Moving again will be ten more for fifteen. And then moving again through that will be twenty-five. That's as far as Rootmore can go because he only has 20 movement speed. Let me double check. Yes, only 20 movement speed. I was hoping to get one space closer. Well, I can. Just won't be able to do a power attack. 
You could take an alternate path that leads you standing on where the cobalt is. If you were to have gone, I would. I would like boop, to go boop. right here. This is. I would like to be adjacent to both of them. So I'll spend the extra action. Be adjacent to both and just do a regular old hammer attack on the cobalt to the north. What is that number? Oh, okay, it's a 10. 19 to hit. That's it? Oh, good. For four bludgeoning damage. You hear a sickening crack as the kobold lurches backwards, blood pouring from his nose, but he staggers back into place, still standing. Ha ha! That's it for Grootmore's turn. This is a good enough spot. That one that you just smashed, uh... Scarab will scream out. Good shot, Rootmore! Keep that one alive! Oh, good idea. You hear that, friend? It's your lucky day. Sheps him a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Pushes a big meaty finger into his shoulder. (laughs) Cheer up, pal. Oh yeah, Cody, which one is the one that looked like it was a leader telling them what to do? The dead one. Ah, the dead one, okay. Uh, The one that you just cracked with your hammer is the one that goes next. And you see a look of fear overcome his face before a snarl of rage forms on his lips. He makes a hurried retreat. Uh, He will spend an action while adjacent to an enemy, and he will stride up to his speed, plus five feet, gaining a plus two against against reactions triggered by this movement. Uh, And he has to end in a space that is not occupied. So he is going to move here. Okay, so he gets a plus two to my reactive strike. (laughs) (laughs) Oops! The die just flew out of my hand. I didn't mean it to do that. 19 to hit again. 19 hits. Oh, fantastic. Seven bludgeoning damage. I hope it doesn't kill him, because I didn't do non-lethal. <laughs> uh, well, it does, in fact. As he turns to Oops. slip past you, he's not quick enough, and with a backswing of your hammer, you catch him on the base of his skull, and he slides onto the floor, dead. That's totally fine! Just save one of the other ones! I've got words! <laughs> it's hard keeping these alive, he looks at the other kobolds. Who's next? Scarab's next. He okay. looks at the other kobolds, including Scarab. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> Any of these guys purple? Uh, none of them resemble the kobold that ran from you earlier. Okay. Yeah, Scarab is going to <clears throat> spend an action to call upon his pig to move. And they're going to run five... 15, 20. Let me make sure I got his movement correct. Yeah, you're going to move 35 feet to be, to sandwich the other, the remaining two kobolds between Rootmore, Pig, and Scarab. With Pig's next action, he's going to gore the kobold in front of him. Very nice. Not kobold number two. Kobold number two is coming down. Mmm, 10 to hit. Uh, That's a miss. That'll be a miss. Scarab's going to reload his weapon and fire at the kobold in front of him. A 24 to hit. 
That's it. Okay, that's going to be four piercing damage on that fool. Very good. Your shot rips through his shoulder, the one swinging the sling above his head, and his arm falls limp at his side, begins breathing heavily. He's gravely wounded. Good to know. Maybe we'll keep this one alive. Good idea. That is Scarab's turn. Of the two surviving kobolds, one turns to the other, fear in his eyes, and he calls out in Draconic. Who speaks Draconic here? Scarab. Okay, Scarab, you hear him say, Flee! Better to lose our heads than not... I don't know. Get out of here. We gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to run away! And then in... Oh. And in Draconic, Scarab says... Don't run away! I know what you're saying! Don't run away! (laughs) Uh, They proceed to run. Uh, So number four goes first. I believe that gives you an attack. No, Uh, I used it already. Uh, So it immediately bolts through the door, leaving it swinging closed behind him, the room that has the red glow emanating from it. The other will immediately bolt. Look at them run. This is a fun game. Which way do we chase them? They ran different ways. What are what are attack of attacks of opportunity called? Reactive strike. Reactive strikes. So we are slowly going to get into the remastered edition. It's super exciting. No more alignment. It's probably what I'm excited about the most. And Paizo getting the monkey off their back. Hell yeah, Paizo. Hell yeah, Paizo. I know. Interesting times. The kobolds scatter, and you are out of initiative. Ah. Well, Scarab? Damn it, they're getting away! Ah, they have nowhere to run, little babies. Which way do you want to kill them first? (laughs) This is exciting. Glad I'm here. (laughs) Well, let's see what these fools had on them. Ah, Scarab would, Scarab would like to check over the uh, the leader one. The leader of the, the bunch. Ah, I found a dead kobold. <laughs> Nobody got hit, right? No. No? Very good. Very good. We should probably skedaddle soon, right? Because Monet, your, your stone shape. Was yes, it, ten won't, minutes? it won't last for very long. On each of the kobold bodies, you find several small flat sheets of this obsidian metal in small polished discs. Huh. You find their spears. In shoddy condition, they are just regular spears. Uh, you find four slings and 18 sling bullets apiece. Oh. One thing I learned, if something's shoddy, you can't get any money for it. Well, Scarab would take one of them slings, unless one of you guys is into uh, slinging rocks. Oh, no. Not at all, actually. As you go through their ammo pouches, you see that several of these, uh, the, the bullets that they're using, appear to be made of similar pieces of this chipped obsidian. Huh. Yeah, definitely want to take that obsidian, too. The only thing that stands out odd among the collected rocks they have, as well as the large slab behind you that they had dropped, uh, these are obviously far too large to be used as bullets. And while the rock itself is pretty, it is somewhat fragile 
to the touch. It doesn't break immediately, but you feel if you give it enough force, you could crack it. it seems to be a rather uh, poor quality stone. Though it is nice, shiny, and reflective. Very nice. I enjoy a good rock every now and then. I wonder what they're doing with this. It is very pretty. Let's go catch one and ask. Indubitably. Yeah, say, uh, Scarab would follow them into the next room, checking for traps. One went north, one went east. Um, the one that I... that was gravely wounded went east. East? I, I believe. Yes. The one that was next to Scarab. So I will go to the doorway, check for traps. Yeah, we're checking for traps. 27. 20. 15. No, actually 18. My bad. You do not detect any traps on the door. However, you do note an intense feeling of heat emanating from the door behind this orangish glow. If you were to gingerly touch the handle of the door, you would feel it is fairly hot. Oh, is there a forge in here? Either a forge or a dragon. Rootmore throws the door open. <laughs> oh, boy! <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself standing before a large stone chamber, circular in nature. It has a deep pit filled with molten slag and sizzling blood that casts a hellish red gleam on the walls. Above this strange crucible of offering, you find three vents that the smoke billowing from below seems to matriculate up into. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, is that blood? I don't know. It smells like it. Uh, any, nope. uh, Scarab will, uh, make that kobold his prey. He will hunt prey on the kobold that he's tracking and uh, attempt to gain attempt to see where he is if he's not visible now okay uh, roll me a let's say perception to see if you can follow tracks Rudmore, your presumption that this might be a forge seems to be correct for on the opposite side of this pit of slag and blood is a workstation oh yes <laughs> sorry step into the darkness I was like, uh, yeah, open your fucking eyes. <laughs> Ooh. It's a pit of fire. The aforementioned vents hang about 20 feet above this pit. Wow. Rootmore walks in. You note that the air is oppressively hot Ooh. and has a thick tinge of ash in the air. Oh my Oh, uh, but Cody, it's a uh, 16 to follow tracks. Or to pick up tracks or something. They do whatever I want to do. I would be looking for blood on the ground. Uh, you do, in fact, see small droplets of blood, as well as in the fine layer of dust and ash on the floor, you can see the telltale signs of scaly goblin, or not goblin, scaly kobold feet that seem to patter towards the northern door. Look at that fire. Rootmore starts putting a hot dog on one of his skewers. Now's not the time for that, Rootmore. Are you sure? 
Toss the hot dog into the fire! It's a waste of a fire. <laughs> Rootmore! There's... Cast it into the fire! Cast the hot dog, Rootmore! There's no. blood sizzling no. on the coals. Rootmore, no! I mean, you can do what you want, but I won't be having any of it. My precious. Mmm, <laughs> my precious. And why should I? It's precious to me. Yes, uh... I'll take a step closer and start grilling a hot dog. <laughs> uh, Scarab will sn- sneakily follow the footprints in the room. Monet will follow behind Scarab sneakily. Okay. The two of you make your way towards the northern door, which you can see a bloodied cobalt uh, handprint on the handle. Okay. Uh, Rootmore, two things you notice. Uh, one, it doesn't seem that there is, by the fine layer of dust around this forge, that there's been anybody maintaining it. Uh, so it seems strange oh. that it should still be running. Second thing you note is that all of the smoke produced by this hot slag below seems to be filtering up towards these vents, uh, which is strange considering you would think the sheer amount that they produce would fill the room with smoke, yet that doesn't seem to be the case. Oh, uh, is this magical? I would like to detect magic. Yeah, you can give me a identify magic check. Oh, fantastic. Uh, would that be arcana, religion? Give me... Uh, I believe you can do either. We'll do religion. God damn it. It's a natural one for a nine. <laughs> you think it must be... Just a clever design. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. (laughs) Strange. You'd think we'd see smoke billowing when we approach the area. You do see, as you look up into these vents where the smoke billows, the barest sign of movement. Ah, something's here. From these narrow tubes above, a long, sickly creature (laughs) wriggles out. Oh! I'm reloading! I'm reloading! You can't say I'm not! No, 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 no! Ew, yuck, what is it? Ew! Its long, slimy body descends before it flaps wildly to and fro from the bottom of the tube before flinging itself next to you on the edge of the crucible, Rootmore, and it looks like a long, slimy worm whose face ends in spread tentacles with a squid-like beak. Roll for initiative. Oh, God, please. This is what you get for cooking hot dogs on blood. (laughs) But maybe he just wants a hot dog. These rolls are horrible. Not cooking hot dog on blood. Cooking it... On the fire? Oh, Monet. Better out than in, I guess. Oh, Monet. <laughs> oh, Monet. <laughs> Nothing to worry about here. Was that him saying, oh, Monet? I said, well, Monet. Oh. <laughs> what the bloody hell? It's like a worm with a crazy open mouth. Was there a picture? Yes. It's right next to me, Scarab. <laughs> Look at it. What are you doing? What size is it? 
You don't need a picture, it's right here in front of you. <laughs> it's one of those creepy circle mouths. It's like a big butt worm. Yep. Scared, what'd you get? 21. Monet. 17. Huh. Rudemore. 14. Ugh. This thing has been eating the smoke. That's why the smoke, we never saw it. Ooh. That's why the smoke, we never saw it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm panicking. There's a giant worm thing trying to eat my butthole right now. So maybe I'm not the smartest, but maybe killing this would be bad. Keep it alive. Ask it questions. Give feed it hot dogs. Show it uh. your butt. <laughs> Keep it satiated. Rumor starts taking his clothes off frantically. <laughs> the creature lands next to you with a like a sickening squelching noise uh. as it collides with the concrete below you before its worm-like form rears back and it whips its head in your direction. It's two hooked tendrils from its face slapping at you. Oh! I fought these in Dark Souls 3. 22 to hit. That's a hit. Ow! 13 points of slashing damage as one of the hooked ends of this creature's tendrils slices through your skin. Ah! Roadmark! This sucks! <laughs> Come in! Try to hot dogs! The second tendril whips right behind it. Oh no. 17 to hit. Oh, it's a miss. Nice. You're able to bat the second one away, but the creature's mouth moves in and its beak gives a sickening clack as it goes to bite. Gross! How'd Stop you, it! How'd you hit it away? Oh, just backhand. <laughs> uh, <gah>! Yucky! <laughs> Please! As the creature moves in for a bite, you hold your arm up, holding back its writhing, wormy body, and its mouth clacks in front of your face multiple times. Ah! Scarab! Got a feeling it's not a fan of piercing damage. Yep. Pig! We need to help Root more! He's gonna call upon Pig to run to the back of this creature, flanking it with root, root more. Pig is going to make a tusk strike. 20 to hit. 20 hits exactly. Oh, frick yeah. I apologize. Against its flat-footed AC, it is definitely a hit. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, that is going to be... 7 piercing damage. Oh, stab it! Stab it! Kill it! I'm not saying stop it. I'm saying stab it. <laughs> I know they sound similar. <laughs> I need to make myself stab clear it. as I'm dying. <laughs> then upon the pack of on the upon the back of the pig, Scarab is gonna fire his gun. Mm, Thirteen to hit. Miss. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot. I got that upgrade. That's going to be a, a fifteen to hit. Still a miss. Nice. Uh, the worm's on. writhing body is hard to pin down. <laughs> and as it's entangled with Rootmore, you're also trying not to hit him, but its writhing mass moves out of the way last second as you pop up. <laughs> Let me just fire my gun at the ground. <laughs> um, yeah, a, one good old-fashioned reload, that's the end of my turn. This is so gross. Stop! 
I'll have everyone know I have been counting bullets. Rootmore, you're up. Oh! I think he sheathed his hammer because I said he pulled out a skewer and he was cooking hot dogs. Can you use uh, it? Roll to hit with a hot dog. <laughs> Can you use it as a distraction? Roll to feed hot dog. In fact, he raises his skewer and Torre. two more skewers levitate out of his pocket and all three of them go flying into this creature. No. What Jesus is this? Christ. <laughs> this is called needle darts. Oh my God. You shape needles out of a piece of metal in your possession and send them flying in a tight group towards one target. Make a spell attack roll against the target's AC. The needles deal 3d4 piercing damage and might cause bleeding. Now, this is a spell, and I'm within melee, so it can attack him if it has reactive strike. It is uh, flat-footed, though. Can you AOO if you're flat-footed? You are not using a move action, correct? Well, it's a casting... It doesn't have AOO, as long as it is not specifically it's, a move action. It's manipulate. Which is not a move action, so you are fine. Okay that oh hell yeah uh 21 to hit that's a hit oh fantastic that was one of the ones i could take with my kineticist oh yeah needle darts i saw that and i was like skewers of course i almost took that one <laughs> so two skewers and the one with the hot dog go down this creature's throat yummy oh fuck yeah or Eight piercing damage. Hot dog heals for 1d6. Beautiful. <laughs> the creature lets out a sickening, squelching noise as black ichor flies from its mouth hole at your stabbing, and it sprays across your face. Its mouth hole. Gross! Ah. Anything else? He'll draw his warhammer, and that's it. Oh, and those needles, they come flying back out and back into his pocket. <laughs> That's so cool. Barbecue man, sir. <laughs> Barbecue man, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's neat because it actually says that in the spell. It says, all the needles are made of the same metal and the metal returns to you after the attack. It's too bad you don't bake. You could be a pyromancer. Pyro. Pie? Pie. pie. <laughs> I was like, what's a pyro? <laughs> Too bad you don't fuck pies. You could be a pyromancer. Ooh, girl. Is that blueberry? I'm gonna fuck that pie. <laughs> oh, pie. Uh, as you reach to I draw your right. weapon, one of the tendrils on the side of the worm lashes out at your arm. Oh, shit. Stop. Oh, shit. That's a 23 to hit. That's a hit. Like, it's been so long since I've had a key lime pie. I would love a key lime pie. <laughs> or lemon Now is not the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just want something citrus. Well, our friend's dying, and he's the meat guy, so we're going to have to find somebody else. Maybe find a baker. <laughs> find a baker. Maximum damage. 14 <laughs> points of damage. Uh, Stop. That's one stamina, 13 health. The hook bears its... The hook digs between a chink in your armor, clawing into your wrist. It stops you from drawing your weapon. Oh, shit. Your Is action has been interrupted. Was it a critical? No. 
I think unless it's a special creature thing. It is a special ability okay. known as Gripping Tentacle. The trigger oh. is a creature in the Grixx Reach uses a move action or leaves a square during a move action it's using. Effect, the Grick makes a tentacle strike against the target. If the attack... Oh, sorry, you're right. If the attack is a critical hit and the trigger was a move okay. action, it disrupts the action. So oh. you still manage to draw your weapon, but okay. as you do, it lashes at your arm, Ooh. clawing away at you. Okay. Thank you for correcting that. I'm sorry. I read it twice wrong. Twice. You're good, man. You're good. Round bar! Still, things are not looking good. Monet? Hi, I realized how I've been cheating. So uh, Monet will uh, kind of like an air of magic will, an aura of magic will circle around her as she channels energy, channels her elements. That's, she needs to do that. To oh, use her impulses. so she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well. I, I'll, I'll just go. We'll see you next time, guys, while Felicia rolls up another character. All right, see you later. Hope it's a baker. It's just one action. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's the thing that she's been forgetting to do. Uh, so it's yeah. kind of like hunt prey for a ranger to use it. Yeah. Okay. So, so she channels her elements, and she will then. Would I be able to attack over Pig? Probably not, because he's medium now, right? He's medium. Mm. They probably stand around. I do uh, five little six cover feet. cover bonus. It probably stands at five and a half feet with Scarab on back. Yeah, so as, as she challenge, channels her elements, she has uh, rocks and little particles of metal floating around her. Maybe you, like, channel the natural elements in the room, drawing some of the molten slag out of the forge itself to swirl around you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. neat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she will call forth some of those... Uh, like molten bits of metal and shards of metal in the air and fire them at Rootmore. At Rootmore, yeah. No, <laughs> no, at this at this worm. Um, just remember, not if, but when I go down. I have healer's tools in my pocket. <laughs> so? Scarab fires at Broodmore. Good luck getting past the skewers. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nine to hit. Come on. Uh, no, that is, a, that is a critical miss. That is the end of her turn. Shit. Dang. That be. That how it be sometimes, you know what I mean? Uh, it is the Grick's turn. The creature has you in its sights, Rootmore, so it will begin by trying to bite you. Here we go. 17 to hit. Oh, it's a miss. And it will try again. It's cl- it's again that beak just snapping in your face over and over again, yeah. trying to pinch off its pound of flesh. Maybe the second snap will be less effective. 17. Oh, thank goodness. God. Uh, and it is breath. so engrossed in this that it will do a third bite. And again, just that black ichor oozing out of its mouth as it snaps at you, just clack, 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 trying to bite you. Uh, it is Scarab's turn. We may have a chance at this. You're not going to die today yet. 
Rudemore, I'm talking about you, Rudemore. Oh, good. I want you to know that you're my friend. I love you. <laughs> Uh, Scarab is going to fire away at this beast with a 16 to hit. That is a miss. (laughs) Scarab will reload. Pig while I'm reloading, attack! Uh, Pig is going to swing with its gnarly tusk. Ooh, big boy, big boy. 20 to hit. 20 to hit. That's going to be 8 piercing. 8 piercing damage. Beautiful. Your tusks puncture this slimy worm body, and more of that black icarus ooze just drips from its now punctured flesh. Again, again! The pig continues to thrash. Mm, Not good. 15 to hit. The second swing does not connect. Good try, pig. That is it for Scarab's turn. Rudy! Oh, here comes the hammer, you nasty creep. Uh, <laughs> you creep. Power attack. Fuck a duck. <laughs> 14 to hit. It does not connect. Goof. Goofah. Yeah, look what... Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, don't run uh. away. Ah. Uh. Don't run away. <laughs> oh. Can you drink a potion, Rubo, oh, please? He touches himself. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh. going to cast heal on himself for one action, which I, I hate using one action, the heal spell, because it's only a D8. <laughs> talking to the worm. It might be. I'm just clack, 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 clack. Oh, oh you really, it. You're wasting my time. You know what? Can I use my PowerPoint to re-roll my attack? I'll take it. Fantastic, thank you. Yeah, roll again for that hammer. <laughs> Trying again with the power attack. We're not going to miss this time. I've got a plus nine to hit. It's fine. Natural one. No! <laughs> I will take that token every day of the week. God. Can I... Well, wait. Backswing. You deal the attack's normal damage to yourself instead of the target. Goodbye. Jesus Christ. Goodbye, everybody. That's 2d10. Can I use a token given to me to lower... To give him disadvantage on his attack roll? Or on his damage roll? Or not? I'll take that. I'll take that. So you'll roll your damage die twice and take the lowest of... of, What are you doing? 2d8? Yes, 2d8, or 2d10 plus 2. <laughs> so roll your 2d10, get the total, then roll again and take the lower of the 2. That's 12 bludgeoning for the first roll. 4, 5, 6, 7 for the second roll, which is exactly how much HP I have. As you raise your hammering arm to, to render righteous judgment on this worm... Its body rise and bucks, and a tentacle slaps your elbow, forcing the hammer back into your own head, knocking you stunned, right? When you hit zero exactly, you're just stunned, so you're not unconscious. I don't think so. I don't remember how zero exactly works in here. Let's take a second here. 
So I think that's first edition. While we're taking a second, I have a question for all of my good friends and pals in this room with me. Would anyone like a saladito? What's that? The salted plums. The no, salty plums. I'm, I'm okay, thank you. That's what my friend Rootmore did Liz. I'm okay, thank you. He's going to get eaten whole. I'm dying. I'm not in the mood for candy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. He's going to get swallowed. Iman's going to get swallowed whole again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, There's got to be a way out. Yeah, no, you are unconscious. Yeah. Uh, the worm's writhing thrashing forces the hammer into your own forehead, rendering you unconscious. <laughs> you collapse to the floor, and the heavy weight of the worm falls on top of you as it begins moving in to bite. It's not going to yet. It's just what's happening. <laughs> oh, terrible. Is this oh. falling? Hey, in my pocket. <laughs> you me. Directly before the turn in which you were reduced to zero. So you move up in initiative. You are now before Scarab. Which does not... I'm, be- I'm before the creature. It moves you I in... I think. Here, let me double check. Because it's not the creature that knocked you out. You knocked you out. So it says oh, you immediately move in I've, your initiative position to directly before the turn in which you were reduced to zero. In okay. which case, you will go before Scarab, who was before you. Right. They didn't roll rules for idiots like me. Well, for additional things like doing, you know, fun <laughs> cards. Fun cards, air quotes. <laughs> this is so fun. I'm so, uh, so engaged. <laughs> uh, yes, You are at zero HP. You are knocked out. Uh, you will do a. Uh, you'll do your stamina dealer, John, on your next turn. Yes. And thank you, Almighty Cody, for letting me do the whole. It damage. was fun. Yeah, thank you. It's just I knew he could. I knew he had the power to kill himself outright, and I just I'm, don't want that again. I'm always. <laughs> 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 I mean, I rolled exactly. I rolled a four and a one, and then my plus two bonus on the attack exactly seven. That's as exactly as much. Rootmore just turns, looks at Monet, Jacques, run. <laughs> uh, okay. Ah! <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> the trauma returns. Bonks himself in the forehead. He sees a bunch of Colonel uh, Cobcorns running around his eyes. <laughs> uh, Monet, it is your turn. You see Rootmore fall, and you see the worm moving in to get its meal. Now, look, here's a question I have. Can I step over Rootmore and straddle him at, like, to protect him? I am taller than him. Uh, hmm. You know, like just kind of like step over his body, stand there, and attack this worm. You cannot end your turn in a space occupied, and he's not dead. Can you? Sh- you could try to. Could you pull shove him? Yeah, shove or pull. Yeah, you could try to move him out of the way. Displace we'll him, take his place. Or try to displace the worm if you have anything that'll let you do that. You shove your hand in the worm's mouth. <laughs> Fill a chest with hundreds of books and drop it on the worm's head. <laughs> I'd like to grapple the, the worm. Okay. So it is an athletics check against the target's fortitude, fortitude DC. Fortitude DC, okay. Are you 
do you feel like you have a chance? I have a plus seven to my athletics. Because lest we forget, I was going to say, I was going to, I forget about our our peepees that we hold. Okay. Ooh, here's what I want to do. Here's, here's what I want to do this turn. I want to attack it and then attempt to grapple it. That's what I want to do. That's what you have to do, right? Is that a, a 2E ruling where you need to make a strike and then a grapple? No, you can grab whenever you want. But it's an attack action to yes. do the grapple. Yes. So the grapple... No, Unless it has the flourish trait, I believe. Or, uh, no, I'm sorry. Let me Some, look at... Sometimes there are grapples that need an attack to happen first. Correct. There's and it's a, a free grab. There is a trait. I can't just Google grab. That doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> uh, why is it under creature abilities? Yeah, sorry. Just has the attack trait, so you can do it right off the rip. Uh, so does it, it? It has MAP, right? Yes, it does because it is the attack trait. Um. So okay, okay, okay. So could I grapple it and then shove it? Like grapple it to pull it away from Rootmore and then shove it. You could also just start with a, a shove. No. I guess. Yeah. Can I try to shove it in the fire? That's something I thought of at the very beginning, and then I just forgot. That's the thing. Is yeah. it is it raised or is it just a straight up? It's oh, a it's pit. like a pit. Okay, sick. Yeah, do and it. And it's about I believe 15 feet down. Do it. This guy's not holding anything. We need not not that I can tell, unless it's inside him. Frick it. Yeah, roll for it. Okay. And be uh, athletics against its fortitude DC. Hand me a PP. Yeah, oh a PP. yes. Did you spit on it first for good luck? <laughs> You've got to be fucking kidding me. Did you just? I rolled two natural ones. Oh my god. What is happening? That's rough. <laughs> yeah. I mean. One one per, bro. Yeah. Yeah. One per I can't. Roll. That's so shittily unfortunate. Um, well, but I mean, what are you going to do? Grab yourself? Um, you critical failure, you lose your balance and fall prone. Yeah. Okay, so one action. You can use another action to stand. This makes sense. Your hands move into this wriggling mass of this worm flesh, and it just writhes in such a way. It's black ichor has been spilling out from the gore from pig, and your foot just slips from underneath you, and you fall. Woof! Two. Such a fucking waste of a peepee, goddamn. What are you going to do? That's how I feel, too. (laughs) My peepee killed me. Your um, peepee was a natural one as well. So, yeah. so then uh, the the dire wolf was too much. In uh, in frustration on the ground, she's gonna kind of like scramble to her knees, and all of those elements like swirling around her are going to um, gather and culminate to this mass in front of her. And she is going to do a two-action elemental blast. Okay. So flavor knees not standing, right? Not standing. Still prone. Okay. Yeah, just like... No, I just had to clarify. You're good. Is there a roll for this? Yes, there is a roll for you this. You will take my daily pee-pee from you. You will take my pee-pee. <laughs> you will take my pee-pee. <laughs> I'll just set this. It okay. might be at a minus two since you're prone. Uh, Is it? 
Making. I know melee attacks are. Are you doing a melee or a range? I don't know. About I'm doing ranged. a melee. Well, what is it? What is it? Ah! Okay, minus two. That is a 21 to hit. 21 is a hit. Yes. Oh, God. Roll the 17. Roll the 17. What do I do? <laughs> Elemental blast. <laughs> I don't know, but a hit. Yeah, buddy. Okay, that is 13 damage as all of these oh. shards of metal, like glowing hot metal from coming from this forge, all form in front of her and then point forward as they vibrate with energy and shoot into it. Like a molten lance. Mm -hmm. What kind of damage? Slashing. Okay. Oh, it's dead. It's gotta be dead. It's gotta be dead. It's only, it's only 13 damage. 13 Still, it, it took a few hits though. It took like you eight see. or nine. From the <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Cody. <laughs> you said 13, correct? Sorry, just double one checking. 1-3, one 1-3. Okay. You see as your molten spear connects with this creature's wriggling hide that it almost seems to repel the slashing nature of it for a moment before it gives and the magical nature of your attack slices through the creature. It writhes in pain and a spray of black goo coats you from your position on the ground. The worm's writhing body turns in your direction and it begins wriggling towards you. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's uh, something. That's good. That's good. And it is its turn. It took a lot of damage. I have my stone armor, my earth armor on. I have a 21 AC. Nice. As it writhes in your direction, its flapping tentacles whip at you. The clawed hooks on their ends attempting to rend your flesh. Natural one. Yeah! Oh, yeah! Bitch! <laughs> Bitch! Slime! Worm! Dumbass! Worm! In the creature's frenzy, its clawed hook goes wild and slashes at its own body. Hell yeah, it does. That is... The creature moves with such fury that as its tendril whips around, it slices at its own skin, eviscerating itself, its black guts spilling onto the floor. It lets out an unearthly screech as it falls to the floor, flopping dead. Yeah! Oh my god! Yeah! The warg killed itself. Rootmore took himself out. This worm killed itself. It's, it's a very <laughs> suicidal podcast. <laughs> Uh, the card I drew. <laughs> the card I drew was uh, you critically hit yourself with your attack. Uh, the creature rolled two d eight plus twelve for a total of eighteen damage. Oh yeah. It has resist five to physical, but still only had nine HP left and died. Dude, beautiful. Thank goodness. Rootmore, what do you need? Um, yeah. Healer's soul is in his in his backpack. <laughs> <laughs> Monet will. Uh, will uh, I have a plus two in medicine. I don't know if you're better. Let me find out. Well, whose turn is it? Uh, yours. I have a plus one. Okay, so I can either roll to stabilize or take a or spend a resolve to stabilize. Um, I don't think I've. I don't. Have we used resolve? I don't think I have. 
No, no, because we rested, we came straight here, so none of us have used any. If you guys don't have good medicine, I'll just use it. I, I just got potions, but, you know. Nothing, yeah, same, same. Nothing, nothing awesome. Every more will use a resolve, and which brings him to, to one HP, and then he wakes up. It also grants you the wounded condition. Yes. Root more, you got bootstraps? Wounded. Bootstraps? I just woke up. Sleepy. Everything was hurting for a second. The room slowly begins to fill with a horrible smell as the black blood oozes over the edge and into the forge, filling the already sickly metallic air with a burning smell of some kind of otherworldly rot. We're not in initiative anymore, right? No, you are fine. And you don't feel any adverse effects to it. It just is a horrible sensation as a finish to a horrible encounter. Icky. With a a scan of the room and, and what's not been overtaken by smoke yet, any interesting stuff in here? Funny you mention it. The room is not overtaken by smoke. It still seems like the smoke is funneling itself almost impossibly into these small vents. Okay, okay. So it wasn't that that worm enjoyed being in here, but wasn't the uh, root necessity for this? Unless there's another worm. Could be. Just that. But any no. anything interesting? Well, while you're doing that, Rumor is going to heal himself with the heal spell. Actually, no. He's going to... Like any uh, any strange molds that uh, molten obsidian might fit into. Uh, no. Doesn't seem to be anything really of interest in this room, aside from this uh, strange unmanned forge. Um, hmm. Though, if you want to, you could roll uh, a check on the obsidian that you've gathered if you want to, I don't know, try to figure out what the deal is with that. I would be curious, considering we're in this room. Yeah, go ahead and give me a... Crafting? Yeah. Fourteen. The... It seems like these shards all come from that obsidian statue in the last room. Uh, You recall when you had gazed on it for a moment that it seemed to be like a large statue of a dwarf of some kind, some of some prominence, uh, and the base of the statue as well as the legs of the dwarf had been kind of like chipped and chiseled away. So it seems like they've maybe been coming back to and harvesting bits from this. Um, You're not really sure why. You saw some of it was being used as ammunition, but you remember in your fight that the bullets were like exploding on the walls and ceiling, but not in any kind of threatening capacity, so it's not very good ammunition. Yeah, uh, and then other reasons for this. Then, yeah, if that were the case, that it was solely for ammunition, then why do they have these large, polished discs of this stuff on them? And uh, what's, what's the deal with the big slab they were trying to take? Did anyone write down obsidian? I will. Because I, I do have a feeling this will have import. If we have ten minutes, Rootmore is going to... Perform medicine check on himself. Yeah, give yourself a ten. I just want to make sure we're safe in this room. So if it, if it feels okay, then yeah. For all intents and purposes, you don't see anything else wriggling out of the vents. Our the children room's... aren't going to be bored with extra limbs yeah. for being in here. <laughs> I mean, the room's hot, but aside from that, it's not unbearable. Okay. Yeah, 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kobold. I'm not scared. Yeah. One away from critting. <laughs> Said no kobold ever. <laughs> yeah. 2d8. I rolled a 24. I was one away from critting. Bam. Damn. Only four HP. And if there's another 10 minutes, I will spend it getting my stamina back. Do you guys want to do anything in this uh, this 20 minutes? In that time, I would take 20 to just search around the room, run my fingers over runes or whatever. If there's an, anything interesting, I'd love to hear about it. What do you know about uh, Dwarven lore? Scarab has spent a lot of time in Dwarven mines, but not with dwarves. So most of what Scarab knows is uh, their weaponry, their their armors, and what certain things look like. He would have come into this room and said, "Oh, this is the forge." Yeah. But not not much. He like knows architecture, but not much outside of that. Okay. So looking around, uh, two things kind of. Well, I guess three things catch your eye. First of all, there are uh, racks for tools and weapons, and they are barren. It seems like they've been picked clean. Uh, the second, the large bellows next to the forge, what you would expect to be used to maintain the heat, uh, are tattered, as if they've been shredded or just in a state of disrepair for a long time, uh, which makes it unusual, because here the forge is well lit. I know, that's what's going through my head right now, is like, unless the kobolds are using this, is this just forever burning? Like... You could roll a check on that if you'd like. But the third thing you notice is the anvil that is still in place, mounted into the floor, uh, is not like other dwarven anvils you've seen before. Uh, typically, while they are well used, they're used uh, precisely and meticulously, and they are well cared for. Uh, they are, for some dwarves, a symbol of their deity and are to be respected. This one, however, is, uh, for lack of a better phrase, beat to shit. Uh, it seems like whatever was using this forge was using so uh, fervently, uh, oppressively even, and like without rest or care. It seems like this was being used to the extreme. Bastards. Could have been the kobolds. It's, it's, uh... But some of these markings, heavy-handed. It's the followers of Droskar. They toil at any cost. Dwarves? Yes. The ones that overtook. Yes. Because there there was did seem to be signs of like, oh, here's a dwarven place, but we're gonna white we're gonna wash it out with our religion instead. Mm-hmm. Yes. Those are the vibes. They found a, a couple references to and mentions of Torag. Yeah. Uh, in a place that does not seem dedicated to him. You've seen uh, defaced and smashed statues. Um, and then there's there's this old goings on down here. It just doesn't quite line up. Uh, something if you were to think back or even revisit the room you just came from, uh, you do recall there was some form of like dwarven carvings on the wall themselves, but stylistically, at least at a you know amateur's glance, the stuff in the room before you did not seem to match with the aesthetic of the chapel above. Droskar and Torag are quite opposite. No. Followers of Droskar, they lie, they cheat, they do whatever means necessary to fulfill Droskar's toil. Now, uh, Rodmore, I've got to be 
completely honest with you, I haven't had the best time with dwarves in my life. They, oh. your kind, don't really like me, you know, mind dwellers. You dig holes, I find them. You guys aren't big, big fan of me. But it's, as much as I like you, it's crazy to see a, a whole race of people killing each other willingly. Kobolds would yeah. never do that. Yeah, it's quite rude. I don't, I don't know the full story. He says, right, tracking, the, tracking the bloody footprints <laughs> of another kobold. <laughs> Shaking off the debris of a kobold's brain off his shoulders. I'll do what I can to protect you from your people. They're crazy. As we're talking, uh, Rootmar heals himself with a heal spell for minimum healing. <laughs> Perfect. I rolled a one. I did the two action healing, so it's nine healing. Not a good day for Rootmar. No. And as we're talking, all the stones on... On Monet's body, just fall away. Damn. Uh, do you need a potion? No. I mean, I'm at 14 of 20 health. I've got full stamina, so that's decent. You got four potions. I didn't buy them for nothing. For six? It's not going to heal you six. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even going to heal you for six, no, pal. Not the way you've been rolling. I'd say, I would say save those for when somebody's down. You got to bring them up immediately. I might find out better. Well, I might do better next episode. I don't know. All right, but if you if you die, just remember it's my fault. <laughs> I'll take one next episode. <laughs> Actually, let me just hold one. Make me feel better. I mean, you're thank you for now. holding, <laughs> letting me hold Jock, little stuffed Jock for comfort. Emma got me a stuffed Jock. Yeah, Emma got a stuffed Jock plushie for Fee. It's very nice. Anyway, as you find yourselves in this room confused by things that just don't quite add up. Among the carcasses of kobolds, strange worm-like creatures that don't seem to belong. Finding yourselves with more questions than answers, you can't help but feel just a bit more prepared for what horrors lie in wait as you all level up to what? level three. What? What? Oh, Oh and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for being a traveler on the caravan. Bye. Later, y'all. Oh bye bye. Yeah, that was fucking rough. The Cursed Caravan uses trademarks and slash or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy, paizo.com slash community use. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. The Cursed Caravan is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Matt? Oh, hi. It's me, Matt. I made the music that you're listening to. Uh, thank, thanks, for, thanks for listening to us and listening to my music. But even more importantly... Uh, we would like to thank Michael Gelfie Studios, the world reference for tabletop RPG audio for the music and ambiance that we use in our episodes. Thank you, Michael Gelfie. You're thank fantastic. You Michael we love you. Thank you, Michael. You Gelfie. can find out more about them at michaelgelfie.com. Check out their Patreon and YouTube links in the description. Leave us a comment and rate us five stars on your podcast app of choice, especially Apple Podcasts. Spotify also allows you to rate and leave comments. Who knows? Maybe we will read those on the podcast if you leave them. Um, also, leave comments on how I'm using my character wrong. I'd love to know. <laughs> also, if you have any questions, feel free to email us at thecursedcaravan at gmail.com. We may answer you on the podcast. We may answer in, in email format. 
So get those comments going and let us know what you think. And all of our contact information is in the description. Thank you again for being a traveler on the Cursed Caravan. Thank you. You guys are great. Later, y'all. Love ya. Bye-bye. That's a little strong, but I like ya. And I'm going to grab a beer and pee. Can't give me a Diet Coke if there are any no, Diet but I can Coke. Go pee. No, he's going to pee. A Diet Cola if there are Diet Colas. Nicola. Good give me a Diet Cola. You want the bottle? I the bottle of Diet Coca. No, <laughs> I fell asleep and I'm upset about it. I know. I didn't want to, but like I'm such a dang old lightweight now. <laughs> Holy dang old. I had two shots and two little baby one and a half of these. No, I had two. I lied. Two and a half. Two and a half of those <laughs> little dang old baby Seven. boys. And I it just like damn. I'm a such a goddamn lightweight now. But it's like all right. especially this I don't have a lot of food in my system. <laughs> There's like 75 burritos over there. There's 75 burrito right there. I yeah. know. I ate. It's I hate. I ate some. It's just been a very. It's been a hard year. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. I think I already it's ate all the burritos. been a pretty hard five years. <laughs> God damn. This past decade's been pretty <laughs> rough. <laughs> Beanos. Bedini. Bedinis. Titties. But dang old, dang old, damn, I'm gonna buy myself a gale earring and you can't stop me.